It's been hours now since you last seen him. Hours. One moment you were all playing in the water, happy, laughing, and the next, silence. He was gone. The sun was dipping below the trees. It will be dark soon, cold. He must be so scared. Sirens sound in the distance. The water is still. Creaks and cracks surround you. Alligators lurk in the shadows. He must be so scared. A hand comes on your shoulder. We will find him, the calm voice says. You place your hand on his and think, I hope so. This was the disappearance of Bobby Dunbar and this is the good, the bad and the pure evil. A child went missing while on holidays at a lake. The case was huge having an entire country playing a massive game of hide and seek to find the boy. A miracle comes with the boy being found and a family reunited. But the boy that looked like theirs wasn't theirs after all. This is not a Twilight Zone episode, it is an actual real-life mystery happening in Louisiana, 1912, with the weird case of Bobby Dunbar. So August 23rd, 1912, the Dunbars decided to take a day trip to the scenic Suezé Lake in Louisiana. A typical family day out with fun and laughter playing in the lake waters. But suddenly the sound of four-year-old Bobby's Dunbar's laugh stopped and he was gone. His parents, Lessie and Percy, searched frantically for their boy, but with no luck. Eventually they had to call the police for help. Local police came and then the state police arrived starting a statewide manhunt for the little four-year-old boy. They would catch alligators and cut them open to check if the boy had been eaten. The police also threw dynamite into the lake in hopes the explosion would disrupt a body from the waters. But nothing turned up. Eight months, eight long months for the family. They would get some good news. A boy was found in Mississippi, a boy that matched Bobby Dunbar's description. A travelling handyman named William Cantwell Waters had been seen with this boy who looked like Bobby. Authorities caught the pair and when questioned, William said the boy's name was Charles Bruce Anderson. He was the illegitimate child of his brother and a woman named Julia Anderson who had worked for the family. He said Julia left Bruce in his care while she went to go look for work. The police asked around trying to confirm the story, which many residents said was true. But the police ignored this and arrested William, taking the boy into their custody. The story about the reunion of the family differs. A newspaper reported it as joyful, happy and excited with the little boy crying out mother when seeing Lessie. But others say it was awkward cold and hesitant to confirm the boy was actually Bobby. That night the boy was given a bath by Lessie. After this she said he had the same mole and scars that her Bobby had, confirming the next day the boy was her son. 
but storm clouds were coming to damper the reunion. Days after taking him home, Julia Anderson showed up, confirming William's story and that she was the boy's mother. She said she did give the boy to William to care for and mind when she was looking for work for a few days, and that those few days turned into months as work was hard to come by. So to accommodate her in some way so she couldn't cry out they didn't, the police had the Dunbars take Bobby in for a lineup to have Julia correctly identify her so-called son. But Julia did not correctly identify him. Instead, she asked officers if the boy that was found was in the lineup. When the officers didn't answer, Julia started to come up with excuses. She wasn't sure that the boy could be him or not, and a lot of time has passed since she last saw him. Thinking that's the end of it would have you wrong. The next day, Julia came back to the station, claiming she was sure the boy who was now called Bobby Dunbar was her son. News had spread of her claim and of her failure to identify him. With the boy living comfortably with the Dunbars, the courts didn't really want to bring the case. But the courts did proceed. However, Julia had no money for a court battle. She had just enough to get back home to North Carolina. And this meant that she left the boy. So at this point, the Dunbar family was pretty sure the boy was their Bobby. He was doing well, settled well, playing with his siblings and showed signs of remembering things at home. With this, it confirmed even more so the boy was Bobby and was kidnapped. So William was convicted of kidnapping, spending two years in prison before his attorney appealed. Because of the cost of the first child, a retrial was declined and the courts just released William. He would continue until his death to repeat his story, maintaining his innocence. Bobby lived a good life and just and adjusted well. He grew up happy, he got married, had four children and died in 1966. He was told about all that happened but he always said he knew who he was and he was Bobby Dunbar. But... 2004, Bobby Dunbar Jr., the son of Bobby Dunbar, approved his DNA to be tested. Bob Jr.'s daughter, Margaret, had been researching the event and wanted to prove once and for all her grandfather, Bobby Dunbar, was the boy that went missing and was found. The DNA of Bob Jr. would be compared to the DNA of a cousin, the son of Bobby Dunbar's brother. The test came back. Bob Jr. was not a blood relative to any of the Dunbar family. The boy that was thought to be the Bobby Dunbar, the boy who went missing and returned all those years ago, was not Bobby Dunbar, but was Bruce Anderson. The Andersons were super happy. The test proved Julia's claims. The Walters were also celebrating. The evidence has exonerated William. The real Bobby Dunbar, what happened, is still a mystery. The belief is the child drowned or was eaten by alligators. Some suggest Lessie and Percy may have had something to do with it and went along with Bruce being Bobby to cover the incident. 
the mystery of Bobby Dunbar's disappearance still remains unsolved today. And that is the tale of the Bobby Dunbar's disappearance. Like and subscribe on my YouTube and podcast and join me next time for the story of Gary Heidnick, who kidnapped, tortured and raped six women, murdering two while holding them captive in a pit in his basement. Until then, this was the good, the bad and the pure evil.